Welcome to the Becoming Infinite Podcast. I'm Cooper Gillespie, a manifestation, mindset, and abundance mentor, and modern mystic living in California's high desert. I believe every person has the power to create the life of their dreams by tapping into the infinite part of themselves. This show is here to inspire you to do just that. So each week we'll explore tools and practices, rituals and routines that you can use for your expansion. Welcome. I'm so glad you're here. Hey, 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 everyone. I am so happy that you are here with me today. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to hang out with me. It really means a lot. And I did create something special for y'all. Uh, I created a seven secrets to manifesting more love, money, and freedom in your life and business guide. And I will link to that in the show notes because who doesn't want more love, money, and freedom? Am I right? <laughs> All right. So today I really want to talk about five keys to create an abundance culture in the workplace. And I think this is a really important topic that might not be talked about enough because, you know, there's a lot of great workers out there. And <laughs> I have to say, in my experience, having been an employee, having a great workplace culture, having a great manager or boss was always the exception. Like it was very few and far between. The rule is more, you know, having a workplace culture that's very frustrating, where you feel undervalued, even disrespected sometimes, like your work doesn't really matter. And what happens when this is the case is people who are good workers show up at your workplace and they are excited initially about their job. And over time, they become jaded and, you know, eventually just get to a point where it's like, okay, I'm, what do I got to do to like pass the time in order to punch that clock? You know, suddenly productivity goes down, morale goes down. There's that famous saying, people don't quit jobs, they quit bosses. And it doesn't have to be this way. It doesn't take much to create an abundance culture. And I think if more workplaces did this, it would just be better for everyone. I mean, when your workers are happy, when they feel valued, when they feel respected, uh, when they feel like their work matters and their contribution matters, and there's an abundance culture in the workplace, they are far more productive. They're happier. This leads to you having better numbers and being happier. So all the way around, it's a win to create this kind of culture in the workplace. When you are a business leader, when you are a business owner, you really need clarity and proficiency if you want to take your company to greater heights, right? You need to have purpose and you need to have clear objectives for your people. And you also have to believe that both you and your employees or your team are capable of achieving those milestones. And unfortunately, that's not always the case. We've probably all had that micromanaging boss that's just like, dude, just let me do my job. And instead, they're, they got their fingers in all your stuff and they're making it, you know, they want to oversee every single decision and it ends up just making everything very non-efficient and you end up feeling, uh, you know, badly about your job, right? And I think that a big part of this is that a lot of times business owners or managers 
tend to fall victim to the scarcity mentality, which creates doubt. The scarcity mentality makes you think there isn't enough. You don't take risks because you think your finances are not enough, or you're afraid of venturing into a new avenue because you think your employees may not be able to handle the new tasks and responsibilities. So your judgment becomes clouded and it actually risks the success of your business to be in this sort of scarcity mentality. So as a business owner, you have to know how you can avoid this pitfall of falling prey to the scarcity mentality. And you really need to embrace an abundance mentality so that you can take advantage of the opportunities all around you and of the expertise of your people. So here are five keys that you can use to create an abundance culture in your workplace or your organization. The first key is show gratitude. I'm going to say that again. Show gratitude. When you learn to appreciate what you have, no matter how little it is, you will never lack for anything. Be grateful to your employees for working tirelessly to make sure that your business succeeds. You can reward them by giving them perks or benefits or taking them out to dinner every once in a while. Encourage employees to do the same and you'll, you'll foster this beautiful growth mentality culture. I mean, heck, even just saying, I'm so grateful for you. Thank you. You know, saying thank you is huge. You know, I remember I worked for a place who shall remain nameless and it was like, there was just none of this. And, you know, you're working so hard. And uh, there was this bonus structure in place, but they kept moving the bar. Like after I was hitting the bonuses regularly, they kept moving the bar so that I could never hit the bonus again. And that just is very demoralizing. And it starts to make you feel like, why even bother? And clearly they don't appreciate me. All these things start to come into play. And I can't tell you, I, I really, really believe probably the most important thing about your business once you have employees are your people. Take care of your people. If you take care of your people, they're going to take care of you like so tenfold. It's really true. So show so much gratitude for the people who are working for you. And and I I think too, you know, coming back to the micromanagement piece, I think sometimes that certain bosses, you know, want things to be done their way. And so that's where the micromanaging comes in. And it's like, you know, if the task gets done, does it matter if they did it your way? Like if it gets done, maybe that's good enough. Like maybe you can just be okay with being happy that it's done and not worrying if they did it exactly your way. All right. The second key is encourage employees to think beyond what is possible. And to get that done, you have to break down the barriers that limit creative thinking. This kind of goes to my, my point I was just making. So, you know, during brainstorming sessions, ask your employees to to think outside the box. They should be looking at what could be, right? They should consider the limitless possibilities. And this goes back to giving them the freedom to find different ways to do things, not just your way, because you never know. They might find a more efficient way, a more productive way. And so it's really important to give your employees that sovereignty to uh, use their own creative imaginations for the betterment of your business. The third key is to invest in your employees. Your employees, I'm telling you, your people are the greatest asset to your business. They really are. 
They interact with your clients or your customers. They sell your business to the world, right? They're the face of your business on the ground level. And if you want your business to have an abundance mentality, you have to trust your employees more. Trust your people, right? Give them more responsibilities and don't micromanage them. Show them that you believe in their capabilities and they will be motivated to think big. The fourth key is take responsibility. So, you know, sometimes just because you have an abundance mentality doesn't mean positive results are going to happen all the time. Sometimes you take risks and fail miserably. That's just a part of a life, right? That's part of the growing process. And so as a leader of your business, you have to take full responsibility for your actions by accepting failure and learning from your mistakes, right? And teach your employees to do the same and watch your business grow from better decision-making. I've known of businesses where they celebrate when there's a failure or when there's a mistake because it's like, okay, we, we have figured out that lesson and we're getting better. It's, it's like the process of iteration, right? Every time you know something doesn't work, you discover more of something that does work. So really important to not punish uh, people or to try to put the blame off on people. It's like, no, you're the business leader, take responsibility, allow your people to to risk and to fail uh, and to ultimately make your business stronger. And then the fifth key is giving to the less fortunate. Really normalize giving back to your community as a business, as part of your corporate social responsibility to help change the lives of those less fortunate than you, you know. Pull your resources together as a business and do something that will benefit the community. Uh, it's, it's just very important. And that's also part of building a beautiful brand, right? When you have a brand that stands for something that gives back, it makes your customers feel good about spending their money with you and investing their money with you because there is a, a greater, there's just a greater cause behind it. Your business stands for something. It stands for making positive change in the world. And so they might be buying a widget, but if that widget helps, you know, feed 10 families or something like that, they're, they're going to buy your widget over someone else's widget, right? So really, really important to give back where you can. And this really creates an abundance mentality. And as you give back, Tell yourself, for every dollar I give back, it comes back to me 20-fold because that really is how abundance works. And when you are giving back, it shows the universe, it shows your customers, it shows your employees, it shows everyone that you have more than enough to spread around. There is more than enough for everyone to have more than enough. Now, if you have a business currently and you have uh, employees and everything, and you have not been operating with an abundance mentality, no worries. You know, in changing this, instilling this will take time. So be patient with yourself, be patient with your employees, be consistent as you incorporate these keys into your company culture. If you're just starting out, maybe you don't have employees yet, or maybe you're just hiring your first employees. Yay. Good for you. Like you can start from the ground up building this company culture of abundance and building this company culture of respect and really setting these ground rules so that your people feel valued and feel taken care of and see this sort of feel good about being a part of your organization. I mean, that's really what it comes down to, right? You don't want to be the company where people are like, oh my God, they were the worst people. (laughs) Like I've literally 
had jobs like that it was like, those people are terrible people. I'm so happy I don't work for them anymore, right? It's like, you don't want to be those bosses. You want to be the bosses where even after the people, maybe they've moved on to other jobs or stuff, they still talk about what a great job you are, how you were the best employer they ever had, right? And if you're a great employer, if you employ this abundance mentality in your corporate culture, the truth is your people are probably going to stay with you for a long, long time, maybe forever, because they will feel valued and it will just feel good to be a part of your organization. And that is one of the most valuable things that you can have as a business is having people who have been with you for the long haul and really know your business and are invested in it and care about it. So the, the benefits of this are they're huge. <laughs> I, I know this one job that I had years ago, this girlfriend and I that I have, we, we always will call each other like now it's, it's been a long time since we worked for this company. So uh, it doesn't happen so often anymore, but you know, every couple of years there'll be a phone call. Like I just had a nightmare about this place. Right. And we'll just like commiserate with each other because the only people who had experienced that very toxic war culture could truly appreciate having ongoing nightmares, you know, 20 years later. <laughs> so you don't want to be that job. You want to be the place that's like, you know what? I love my job. I love the people. I don't ever want to leave because this place is awesome. And these employing these uh, uh, keys to creating this abundance culture will make your, your workplace just that. So I would love to hear from you if this resonated with you at all. If you had any aha moments, please, you know, definitely message me on IG or uh, share with me, you know, email me. But I would love to hear if you had any experience being an, an employee in a place that had, was more of a scarcity mindset, or maybe you've had a job that was a very abundant company culture. I'd love to hear about that too. Or maybe you're an employer and you're going to use some of these tools or you're already using these tools. Anyway, I would just love to hear about it because I think I'm, I'm fascinated by this and I, I want to create more abundance in my company culture as my company grows. All right. Thank you so much for listening. I'm so happy to have spent this time with you and I will see you back here next week. Until next time. Mm -hmm.